Welcome, everybody, to episode 61 of the Sales and Presentation Podcast. My name is Trevor Lee. I'm here every week to share with you top tips and ideas for transforming sales, delivering awesome presentations, and winning more sales pitches. Welcome to the Sales and Presentation Podcast. This is the podcast for businesses and individuals who want to transform their sales activity, deliver awesome presentations, and win more sales pitches. And now, here is your host, Trevor Lee. So did you enjoy last week's episode, week 60? That was a real revolution uh, for uh, for the podcast because I recorded it while I was running the Trilisic Park Run near Truro. So if you haven't listened to it, do listen to it. Um, I was trying to uh, look at the comparison between sport and business whilst running the park run. And a shout out to the guys who inspired me to do that. Uh, Paul Tonkinson, Rob Deering. Uh, if you're into running or you just like interesting uh, podcasts, listen to their podcast, Running Commentary. They, the guys do it when they're training. They recently did one when they ran the London Marathon. So <laughs> they've inspired me to record a podcast during a park run. I've done a couple of half marathons since then. I'm going to think about whether I can whether I can do a, a podcast with a with a while I'm doing a half marathon. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. I, I'm not sure I'll, my voice would survive to the end of that one like theirs did. But uh, anyway, there we go. Another quick question then for you before we start this week's podcast. What's your on-hold music like? Have you checked it recently? It's a bit like checking your voice message on your mobile phone. Do you know what that's like? Well, you know, on-hold messages can be... <laughs> I'm sure you've all listened to everybody else's, but sometimes they're really terrible, aren't they? Well, we've, we've teamed up on the podcast with VoiceBuddy because VoiceBuddy provide professional telephone on-hold and out-of-office messages. You can get hold of them at www.voicebuddy.co.uk. It's Amy and Toby, and Amy does the introduction to this podcast. So if you heard her doing her Sheffield accent on this one, but she's a great actress and or actor as they're all known now, and um, she will be able to create a great one for you and Toby will be involved as well. So if your uh, on-hold music's not very interesting for your customers to listen to, get hold of voicebuddy.co.uk. So I've had an interesting time recently, uh, a personal best in terms of travel. I did something I never done before. I did a double successive night sleeper journey from Cornwall to London. So I recently went up on the sleeper on Tuesday night. I spent the day in and around London, popped down to see my son who's at university in Brighton, caught the train from Brighton back at nine o'clock in the evening, got the sleeper back to Truro. <laughs> but while I was away, uh, while I was on that trip, I took in the London business show. And I love going to business shows because there's all, you know, you meet loads of people. You can, you know, you can see people, you can listen to speakers in action and the London Business Show was in two of the big uh, sheds at XL, S9 and S10, I think it was. And I'd not been before, and it was a two-day show. This was day one, and I knew I was only going to be there for about four hours because I wanted to spend a bit of time with my son while I was... I hadn't seen him for about five or six weeks, so with him being at university. So I, I wanted to make sure that I crammed everything into every single minute I was at the London Business Show. There was lots going on. There were nine speaking theatres, there were two sort of like main speaking arenas and then seven around the sides. And when I looked at the program, because they sent me a very glossy program in the post, you know, A4, several, several pages, I thought, crikey, you know, there's 200 speakers here. There was 
There were speakers every half an hour. There was a speaker, but there were 45 minutes between the slots. So there was a bit of buffer time. And that's a top tip for anyone organising an event is always run your speakers. Give them a buffer time. So the speakers were given 30 minutes, but the time between each session was 45. So people could move around. And I thought, how on earth have they managed to attract 200 speakers? And I was really interested. I thought, well, I could be one of these. I'd like to be one of these talking about presentations at next year's London Business Show. And then, of course, I began to realise as I was looking through the speakers and then looking through the exhibitors that the vast majority of the speakers were exhibitors. So they must have been doing a deal where if you were exhibiting at the London Business Show, then you could be a speaker. And of course, you know, that means that many of the speakers actually probably weren't professional speakers, didn't do it very often. And you do notice that difference. So the first speaker I went to see was the headline act for the show, Brad Burton, who's billed as the UK's number one motivational business speaker. And Brad's got a great story to tell. And interestingly, I mean, he, he told his story about his life growing up in Salford and how he was destined for a life of crime. And then he moved to Western Supermare and escaped it all and suddenly became a you know best-selling business motivational speaker and millionaire, all that sort of stuff. And he told his story really well while sharing with the audience lots of interesting things about, you know, how they could do things differently in their lives. And I think that was the difference between him and some of the other speakers was that he told his story and he was sharing. He wasn't selling. OK, he mentioned his book a couple of times, but he didn't he didn't sort of like bang the drum about buy this from me, buy that from me. Some of the other speakers, even some of the more sort of headline speakers, you know, seem to be more interested in selling their services than sharing their expertise. So I did go to one. There was only one uh, speaking thing that was in my time scale, which mentioned podcasting. And it was a lady and she was um, speaking in one of these sort of uh, smaller theatre arenas just off to the side of the exhibition. And I went I went along to listen to her speaking and she spent the first sort of 15 minutes of her 30 talking about speaking devices, about, you know, um, all the uh, artificial intelligent speaking devices that everyone's now got in their homes. And unfortunately for her, she was she was clearly reading from a script. She was stood at a lectern and she spent virtually all of the presentation looking down at something behind the lectern, which was obviously a script. And she was reading it out word for word. It was a pretty poor example, really, of how not to be a speaker at, a, at an exhibition. And it was kind of what inspired me to think, well, maybe I should share some tips on as part of this podcast on that very thing. So if you're going to exhibit at an event, then there is a chance that you could become a speaker as well. So treat the speaking bit really, really importantly, because it will be a great opportunity. And to be honest, after about 20 minutes, I left the lady's presentation. So I didn't really get to hear about the podcasting because she'd been billed as talking about podcasting over halfway through. She hadn't really mentioned it at all. And I got the impression that she was just going to read from a manual. So probably I knew, knew enough about podcasting to know what she was going to say. So really disappointed with her, her speaking. So if you are going to, you know, speak at a conference, then make sure that you treat it as though it's a real great speaking opportunity. And later on in the podcast, I'm going to share a few top tips with you on how to do that. But just a little summary of some of the things that I did see coming up right now. In the environment that this was going on, 
Brad Burton, very keen to get a big welcome. He offered his book as a, as an incentive to get a big welcome. So that was a, I found that very interesting from a speaker point of view. He, he was more than a speaker. He was a performer. He was a, you know, he was, was a stage present. His was a gig. It wasn't a presentation. And that was the difference between him and a lot of the other speakers. He knew what he was doing. He'd gone up a notch. He was treating it like he was on a big gig. And fair dues to him. That's where he's got to now. But clearly one of the big things for him was that he got a book. He got four books, actually. And he did say that, you know, having a book can really elevate him. So if, like me, you want to become a big keynote speaker, then like me, you've got to be working on that book to try and get that published. There was also a speaker called Alison Edgar. And she was a sales speaker. And again, she had a book and a package and all this sort of stuff um, where, you know, and, but what was very interesting was that, you know, we live in a digital age and books are really important. And one of the clients I work with is a company called the St. Austell Printing Company. And they do lots of uh, lots of works. And I'm going to give them a shout out because um, a couple of weeks after you hear this podcast, they've invited me to attend the Cornwall Business Awards with them as a guest. So I've got to give them a shout out, really. But interestingly, they're finding right now that people are turning back to print. So as a marketing tool, print is becoming more and more popular from books through to leaflets to because it's tangible. And, you know, we're in a digital world where it's really hard to get noticed, as you all know. So if you are going to be speaking at a business event, if you've got the chance there, you know, you're an exhibitor, then take that opportunity. Do take that opportunity because it will it will work for you. But you've got to work on what you're going to do when you speak. If you get a chance to speak at a business event, here are five top tips. Number one, think sharing, not selling. So, you're, you know, if you're going to speak at an event, share your expertise. Don't go in there selling your products and services. It just won't go down very well with the audience. And, you know, even one of those top speakers that I saw in action, seem to be more interested in offering a deal to the audience on some of her products than actually sharing some really interesting top tips. Indeed, there was a Q&A afterwards and um, the lady had said, what's the best, you know, she'd, she'd said, you need to practice selling every day. But she didn't tell us how. So I put my hand up and said, so how do you practice selling every day? And then she talked about standing in front of the mirror and talking conversations to your family. So it wasn't really a great answer. And I don't think she'd thought through that answer. I think I caught her on the hop a little bit there. So number one is think sharing, not selling. Number two is also remember that um, at these sort of things, if there are lots of speaking uh, parts to it, usually the screens that the organizers supply are too small for your audience. So all the screens that were used, even by the, you know, in the, in the top sort of, uh, you know, the number one lecture theatre as it was as it was done, which is, a, you know, 20 rows of chairs in, in the middle of the exhibition hall, had a TV screen. It was a bit bigger than some of the ones around the side. But it does mean that, you know, your your screen is going to be quite small. So think very carefully about what you put on the screen. Some of the presentations that I walked past as they were going on, Clearly, you know, the uh, the people who were speaking, had, you know, done the usual thing and filled their slides with tons and tons of words and no one was going to be able to see them. The podcasting lady, unfortunately, fell into that trap as well. So think about that. Also think about the fact that you're going to be probably given a handheld microphone. Um, if there's loads and loads of speakers, as there was at the London Business Show, then chances are that they're not going to be able to gear you up with uh, with microphones. Now, Brad Burton had his own microphone, 
I, it was obvious he brought his own because no one else who worked in the space he used had anything but the standard issue handheld one. So if you're going to get the handheld one, you need to be aware of that because, you know, if you've got notes, which some of them, you know, bound to have, which I would want, you know, little, little postcard notes, um, you've got a hand, you've got both your hands full now. And also it's very easy to forget you've got a handheld microphone and drift away from it, let it drop down too far or get it too close to you, that sort of thing. So, you need to be aware of how to use the microphone. Number three, if you're going to do a presentation at an exhibition, then please don't do what the podcasting lady did, and that's read from a script. Go through your presentation, make your notes, get away from behind the lectern. Brad Burton, again, a great example of this. He was all over his audience, literally, you know, up and down the aisle, everywhere. And it takes confidence to do that. I admit that. But once you've done it once, and, you know, it is my style to be highly interactive with my audience. So you've got to get away from the lectern, get away from the script and interact with your audience, communicate with them. So any actually another top tip I'm thinking of the top of my head here is that if you are going to get a chance to speak at a business event that's part of a you know great big exhibition, then go to another one and look at how the headline speaker performs and think, right, those are the things I need to do. And tip number four, or tip number five as it's become now, because we've added a bonus one, is do have those rhetorical questions ready for a Q&A. I sat through one seminar and nobody asked any questions and it sort of fell a bit flat. So do have those rhetorical questions. Just a couple of questions. So you know, the way I would deal with that is, ladies and gentlemen, whilst you're thinking of a question to ask me, the one I'm usually asked at this point is, and you can lead people into the next question quite easily. And finally, practice. Do you practice your routine? Brad Burton does his routine a lot, I'm sure, but I also sure he practices it quite a lot as well. He didn't use any cards. He knew exactly what he was going to say all of the time. No script for him. It flowed really, really well. And I'm sure he improvised without without doubt and all that sort of stuff. So there we go, ladies and gentlemen. Now, if you need further help, um, if you go to one of my if you go to my presentation website, deliverawesomepresentations.com, you will see on there that I run a program for event speakers. So it's how to make the most of your event presentation. And I also run a presentation program. If you're organizing an event or conference, I also run a training program which can be done face-to-face as a group or those who can't make the face-to-face. It can be, it's a webinar version to help people with speaking at event or conferences. Because if you're an event or conference organizer, you want your speakers to be really good because they're a reflection of your event. So if your speakers, they've paid you money through their exhibition, but if they're poor, then that's going to reflect on your event. So you want your speakers to be top-notch. And uh, the program that I run, I'm sure, will help them do that. So go and find it. It's on deliverawesomepresentations.com. It's all there, and you'll be able to get in touch with me and let me know how how you want to take that forward. And I look forward to working with you. Do give me a bit of notice, though. (laughs) If you've got an event or conference coming up, then presumably you've planned it well in advance. So make sure you give me a bit of notice, because we really want to work with these people four or five weeks before the conference, so that then they can go away and really fine-tune their exhibition or event presentation. So I think that's it for the show today, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much for listening. Um, If you have enjoyed the show, then please do leave a review. That would be fantastic. And please do share this podcast with other people. That would be great as well. Now, I keep saying this a lot, but I am going to get people on the show and interview them. And I picked up lots um, lots of contacts at the London Business Show. I did the speed networking thing. 
If you get a chance to do speed networking at a business show, take it. Make sure you've got a pocket full of business cards and just focus on one thing. So don't try and tell people, you know, you do 10 things. Just focus on the most important thing that you'll be a think of interest to that person. You could change that as you go up the line, but looking at the person in front of you. But it's great fun. It's really intense. You have to concentrate hard, but make sure you then, you know, get a business card and create a connection. Um, if you were one of the people that are listening to this show because I gave you a business card at the show, a podcast card, and I connected you with you on LinkedIn, then great. It was great to meet you, and thank you very much for, uh, for, for listening to the podcast. Fantastic. So I'm going to get guests on the podcast. I've got a few lined up. If you'd like to be on the podcast, drop me a line, podcast at trevorleemedia.co.uk, and we'll see what we can do. It's going to be an interview format. I'm going to give you, a, you know, seven or eight minutes to interview you, and hopefully, and you know, you will share some really top tips for your, you know, on speaking and presentations with this particular audience. Right, I think that's it for another podcast. I'm your host, Trevor Lee. I'll be back next week with yet another episode of the Sales and Presentation Podcast. So until then, if you get a sales or a presenting opportunity, then really make the most of it. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. The Sales and Presentation Podcast is a production of Trevor Lee Media. If your organization needs to transform its sales activity and re-energize its sales team, or you need help with a key presentation or sales pitch, then please get in touch with Trevor via trevor at trevorleemedia.co.uk or call him on 07785 390 717. If you enjoyed the podcast, please do leave a review on iTunes or via your podcast app. Thank you.